I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Everyone and uh, <laughs> I don't have a nice this again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And uh, yeah, 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 uh, that was good. I'm gonna leave that in, leave that in. Uh, it's a new episode, it's episode 420, which is insane. 420 in the Tesla world, that means a lot. Let's go ahead and jump into our news. So before we before we get into like the the actual news, there was an article out uh, that was talking about um, myths, misstatements, and misinformation about electric vehicles, and they kind of highlighted the um, main myths, misstatements, and misinformation. And I just want to go over this with you. Did, I, I want to. I want your opinion, and I genuinely do because I'm not bashing this person for writing this article. I want your opinion. Do you think these are still a problem? So we're going to go with myths first. EVs are slow as golf carts. Do you think that's true? Because I don't. I think right now it's pretty common that EVs um, can rock and roll when they want to. The next one is EVs only come as sedans. And driving an EV doesn't save money. Now, the first two, EVs are slow and they only come in sedans. I don't think anybody believes that. Some people might believe that EVs aren't saving anyone money. But I don't know that there are a lot of people out there who are thinking that either. So let, that's, that's the myths. Let's get to the misstatements. EVs cost a lot to maintain. This might be true. I mean, I, and I know it's not true that the EVs cost a lot to be maintained, but that might be a misstatement or a misunderstanding, right, about EVs that people have. The next misstatement that they have listed here is that there is nowhere to charge an EV. So I, I'm assuming they mean DC fast charging, public charging, home charging, that's that's a um, that's this is what people think. There's either you get an EV, there's nowhere to charge it. EV batteries need to be replaced every five years. Mm, I've heard this before. I don't know how many people still believe that, but I've heard it before. 
And then he goes into the misinformation side of things. EVs are worse for the climate due to battery manufacturing. I've heard that a lot. Um, EVs don't go far enough on a single charge. Some of them don't, actually. Uh, let's see. Increase in EVs will collapse the power grid. I still think a lot of people believe that. And EVs are unsafe, which, uh, you know, probably has more to do with battery fires than actual crashes. So what do you think? Do you think that these, you know, well, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Ten myths, misstatements, and misinformation about EVs. Do you think that those are the, that's true? And I'm going to read them off for you again. They're slow. They only come as sedans. They don't save money. They cost a lot to maintain. There's nowhere to charge an EV. Batteries need to be replaced every five years. Uh, They're worse for the climate because of battery manufacturing. They don't go very far on a single charge. And they'll collapse the power grid if everybody charges at the same time. And that actually, if everyone charges at the same time, that might be true. And EVs are unsafe. Do you think people still believe this? Um, there's a couple in here that I think people probably still, still believe that I still hear, but I don't, I don't hear this nearly as often as I used to. So I'm curious, what, what are your experiences? Send me an email. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Let's move on to some technology, battery technology. Argon Laboratory, National Laboratory in Illinois is conducting ongoing research into lithium sulfur batteries. So I'm not going to go into a lot of like the actual details on this because I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I am not a electrochemical engineer and I am I'm I'm barely capable of reading my children a bedtime story without sounding stupid. So I'm just going to go just a very brief overview of this. The advantages of lithium sulfur batteries are that they're cost effective. Sulfur is cheap and abundant. Uh, they can significantly reduce the cost of batteries. So that's great. They're very high energy density. They have a very high energy density. Did I say that right? These batteries can store two to three times more energy in the same space as our current batteries that would offer longer range with smaller battery packs. That'd be, that's really important. And then elimination of some social costs, like sulfur eliminates the need for cobalt and nickel, which are, you know, tied to some ethical and environmental concerns that we talked about on the last episode. But there are some challenges because lithium sulfur batteries work great in the lab. They don't work so great in the real world. Uh, Durability right now is an issue. Uh, Lithium sulfur batteries tend to have, uh, they fail after a few charge discharge cycles. That's not good. The problem is, is that the sulfur dissolves from the cathode during discharge, forming this soluble lithium uh, polysulfides that hinder battery performance. But there's a breakthrough, and that's what the fine folks at the Argonne National Lab are working on. And this breakthrough has had some positive developments to eliminate this sulfur loss from the cathode. So the mechanism of the breakthrough is that the catalyst changes the reaction pathway, leading to the formation of a dense nanoscale bubbles of dense nanoscale bubbles of lithium polysulfides that prevent sulfur loss instead of encourage it. Um, 
it's uncertain whether or not that this is actually going to work long term or have any sort of commercial viability. But the big picture here is that in order for this to this this whole EV experiment to work, we have to, we can't rest on what we have today. We have to be thinking in the future. And so, yeah, so this this probably isn't going to work. And you know what? The next six or seven things that they try probably isn't going to work. But that seventh, eighth, and ninth thing, then we're going to start to see real progress and big changes in battery. So I'm very optimistic about this. And uh, I just thought it was a cool little story. And hopefully you thought it was cool too. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, that is it for our EV news. I do want to let you know that if you want to support this show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. There's also links in the show notes if you want to sign up to be an Acast Plus member, which would allow you to listen to this show without ads. Um, More than that, there is also some other little news here. I'm going to be taking a break from this show for a couple of weeks. Uh, not to worry, though, I still have episodes for you. So um, we'll have today's episode and then Friday's episode. And then the very next episode after Friday, we'll be speaking with Bart Bouchotts. And he's going to give us an update in his um, quest to buy a new EV. And uh, will this be the final update? Mm-hmm. You'll have to listen to find out. After that, 
I'm going to talk to Edwin Xiao, who was one of the first members of the Supercharger team in New York City. And we had a really good conversation there. And then the episodes coming after that, I don't know quite how many it's going to be. It's going to be at least two, it might be three. Um, I'm going to give you a full rundown of the NACS uh, saga. That episode's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully I have time to put all the little extra tweaks on it that I want to, or those episodes. And then finally, we'll have one more episode where I sat down with the CEO of FreeWire, which is a DC fast charging company. And I have his name on the tip of my tongue, but I can't, I, I don't want to say it wrong. Arkady Solonov, Solonov. Um, I sat down with Arcady and we had a really nice chat about DC fast charging. We had a nice chat about the NACS adapter. And then just overall, I just found this gentleman to be really knowledgeable in the EV space. So it was, an, it was a nice chat. It was nice to sit down and talk to him. So, um, yeah, you got, you got between, let's see, one, two, three, you got like seven episodes right there of of content that I've been banking and working on over the last couple of weeks. So hopefully you will enjoy it. And uh, then we'll jump right back into news after I'm I've had some time to to recharge my batteries cuz I'm not going to lie um my personal life is very 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 busy. I have kids, they have homework. So that's one part of it. They have activities and a wife and you know she wants me to be around and be present. I have this podcast, which takes a really long time, a lot of time out of my week to to do. And then I have my job and I work extra on top of what I do at my job. I, I do other work here and there. And then I'm also developing a class, a 40 hour class for my job. And I'm developing, um, or I'm, excuse me, I'm looking at going back to school to get uh, a degree in Homeland Security. So there's just a lot going on in my life right now. And I'm at my limit. And honestly, I need a break. So I'm going to take a two and a half to three week break, depending on how much content I actually end up having so that I can recharge. I'm taking time off of work. I'm not going to do anything. I might play Baldur's Baldur's Gate. I might play video games and read and do stuff that doesn't related, that isn't related to work. So that's kind of my plan. All right. Now that you are all caught up on that, let's go ahead and jump into our Tesla news. Tesla has produced its 5 millionth EV, which is insane. It took Tesla 12 years to build its first million cars, and that milestone was hit in 2020. Three years after that, we are currently at 5 million EVs. So congratulations to the Tesla team. By the way, I think it was a white Model 3 was the 5 millionth car, and it was built at Giga Shanghai. Uh, Let's see. This is good news, kind of. Tesla is adding rear door emergency release functions to the Model 3 Highland for safety in case of power loss situations. So if you don't know, the um, I think all modern Teslas, all current Teslas, the only the front has the emergency release and the back seats don't. And that really bothers me, if I'm being honest with you. Um, this is a manual release. So no matter what happens, if the battery dies or whatever, you can use that manual release and open up the door. I think that's really important for all four doors to have that. So in the the case of the Highland in the back, 
The manual releases are situated at the bottom of the rear door storage pockets. Um, there's like this covered, they're covered by a, by a plastic cap. The front doors will have something similar, but they won't have the, the plastic cap. Now, we're not certain whether or not these manual releases will be available in every country because right now we just know that Tesla is doing it in the countries that they're required to do it in, uh, which is unfortunate because I think they should do it everywhere. Um, recently, and I don't know why this is, but recently there's been lots of stories of people stuck in their Teslas because they didn't know how to exit the vehicle after the, you know, their battery had died, the the 12 volt battery had died. They didn't know how to get out. Um, they didn't know how to use the manual um, release to open up the door, which is insane to me. Anyway, back to the point the the everybody in that vehicle, every door that that vehicle has, there should be a manual mechanism so that they can escape. Let's say that my kids and I are in a car, God forbid, we get in an accident. I'm unconscious. My kids are in the back seat because they're 11 and they can't sit in the front seat yet. So I'm unconscious. For whatever reason, the power dies to the car. They can't get out. That's not a good situation for them to be in. They should be able to exit the vehicle safely um, without having to crawl into the front seat to get out because it could be even more dangerous. Could set off an airbag by doing that. You know, you can get cut on metal or whatever. There should just be manual releases in the car. So I really hope that uh, Tesla not only brings this to the U.S., but extends it to the rest of their vehicle line. Remember the study we talked about recently that DC fast charging wasn't measurably more harmful to an EV battery than L1 or L2 charging? Well, the the group that did that study, Recurrent, they are back with another study, and they found that cold weather may be bad for EV range, but is actually good for EV longevity. And I should note that they found that EVs that were in colder and coastal climates had a better EV longevity than uh, batteries that were in warmer climates like where I where I live. Um, here's an explanation from the group, <laughs> which is it's, it's, it's kind of starts off funny. Batteries are a lot like people. They're always aging. We can do things to reduce these effects like exercise, sleep, or things that accelerate them, such as smoking and tanning. The same is true of batteries. And being exposed to heat is a lot like smoking cigarettes. Environmental heat conditions, or excuse me, environmental heat contributes extra energy to the electrothermal electrochemical reactions in the battery, which can accelerate unwanted chemical reactions that the battery uh, that can age the battery prematurely. The, the generally accepted threshold for accelerated battery degradation is around 30 degrees Celsius or 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, I could tell you right now, I don't think we've seen below 86 degrees Fahrenheit afternoon since May. Um, my car is definitely smoke. It, it's smoking packs of cigarettes a day based on this analogy. Um, but I think that's interesting. You know, it's, it's bad. The colder weather is bad for the battery, um, in terms of range, but it's good for the battery in terms of longevity. I'll keep you posted whether or not my car gets a smoker's cough. 
let's see. L- last story here. No, no, one, two more stories. Saudi Arabia and Tesla are reportedly in talks for an EV factory in the kingdom. It was reported by the Wall Street Journal that Saudi Arabia was trying to sweeten the deal with some cobalt from the Democratic Republic of China, Congo. Congo. Jeez. Words are hard. And honestly, I thought this story was weird for a lot of different reasons, but they're here are the top three. First, the DRC cobalt, that's that's problematic uh, because of human rights and environmental issues. And there are ethical mines, I guess, that you could get cobalt from there, but you have to be really careful, right? Um, so for Saudi Arabia just to be like, hey, we got a a grab bag full of cobalt that seemed like a weird, seemed like a weird, uh, negotiating sweetener. Um, also Saudi Arabia has a majority stake in Tesla's competitor, Lucid Motors. So not to say that they wouldn't diversify by having, you know, two major EV companies manufacturing cars in their country. It just seemed like it was weird because Saudi Arabia owns like 60 some percent of Lucid Motors, and then the the other thing that kind of made this sound not plausible to me was back in 2018 when Elon thought that he had funding secured. Well, that funding was coming from Saudi Arabia, you know, funding secured to take the company private. And it turns out he didn't have funding secured, which led to Elon and Tesla having to pay like $20 million each. Elon's tweets had to be monitored and Elon had to step down as chair of the board, um, Tesla's chair board, Tesla board's chair. Anyway, as you can tell, my brain's not functioning too good today. But he had to step down in any case. And Robin Denholm actually ended up moving into that position. Well, it turns out, uh, according to Elon on Twitter or on X, uh, the Wall Street Journal got this all wrong. Now, was there talks between Tesla and Saudi Arabia, probably. Did they go far? Probably not. I'm I'm guessing that a lot of different countries around the world would like Tesla to have a factory there. But as of right now, this isn't true. All right, let's get to our final story here. And this is this made me very happy when I saw it. Uh, the Tesla wall connector. Anything after generation three. Uh, you can now access it in the Tesla app. So when I read this, I was like, I was very excited. My kids were at martial arts. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to update my Tesla app. So when I get home, I can actually, um, put it on my network and, and, um, access my charger through the app. And I updated it and it had the wall charger there through the profile. And I was like, this is great. Um, I was not able to get it connected to my network. So I have a, a five gigahertz network in my house and it's an Eero setup. There is an option in Eero for troubleshooting to turn off the five gigahertz option um, for like 10 minutes while you're trying to install um, a 2.4 gigahertz product. And I still wasn't able to get it to work. So I'm going to try over the next couple of days to get this to work, but <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, people in Europe and I think England have had this ability for a while. So uh, I am looking forward to adding my wall connector to my Tesla app. Um, hopefully I can get it to work. Um, yeah. 
it was a little disappointing, uh, but I only tried for about 25 minutes and then it was too hot to be outside in my garage sitting there waiting for this thing to connect. But I will give you an update uh, once it's all connected and ready to go. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. I want to thank you all, or not this week, this episode. I'm still going to talk to you on Friday. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you all to the patrons who support the show. Thank you, and I hope you all have a great week. Talk to you on Friday.